Yuma Daf Lamed Hey, we're starting at the top of Daf Lamed Hey Amid Aleph at the Gemara. Yesterday we learned that in the Lishka's Beis HaPavra, that was the place that the Kohen Gadol would go to the Mikvah the second time and he would change from his Big Day Zav into the Big Day Lavan. So Gemara says, my Pavra, why was that Lishka called a Pavra? Our Rabbi Yisav, Pavra is Amgusha, that there was a person's name who was Pavra and he was a magician. And Rashi explains, Mechashif Echabinad, there was actually a magician who built this room, Ushmai Pavra. And the Rishonim explained that this person was a Yisrael and he did tshuva at some point, and therefore they called it on his name. Tysus points out, that he actually made a tunnel and he dug into the kodesh. In order that he wanted to see the avoid of the kodesh on Yom Kippur, and the kohanim realized what he did, and they found him. And others explained that he actually died over there, and they found the dead body, and they named this lishka after this person, and the Pharisee Israel actually explains something interesting. He says he wasn't actually a magician, but the way the water would actually get into the mikvah was in a way that people thought that the only way to do that was through magic. But of course, he didn't do it through magic. He was just a very professional craftsman. The Gemara continues, They spread out a curtain of linen in front of Kain Gadol in order that he should have privacy. Why they specifically use linen? says, In order that he should realize, He should remember that today it's the time to wear linen. Now, this question in the same territory we had in Daflam and Aleph and Bez, because the Mishnah over there also said that the Pasu Sad and Shabbats, that they spread out a linen sheet. And Tysus over there asked in Lam and Aleph and Bez that Lechaira, the member of Kahana, was on Argamar, which is the second time that the Mishnah already mentioned that Pasu Sad and Shabbats. So, why did Rav Kana wait until Argamar to answer this question? And why wasn't Rav Kana answering this question on Daflam and Aleph and Bez? I ain't Tysus how he explains it. And the Gemara continues and it quotes from our Mishnah. We said that the Chacham say in the morning the Kohen Gadol would wear linen begadim and they were made from linen that came from a place called Plusim which was in Mitzrayim and they were valued at 18 mano or 1800 zuz. And the Mishnah then continued to say in the afternoon they were valued at 12 mano or 1200 zuz. And then the Mishnah gives us a calculation and gives us a total and says between the morning begadim and the afternoon begadim it was valued at 30 mana. So is the Tana coming to give us calculations? And the Gemara responds, Hakam Ashwan, the Khilish of the Mishnah is by telling us it was 30 mana, the Batamahani Loy Nabit, that you can't have a calculation or value of the two begadim less than 30 mana. Hali Batamahani, the Tafiahani, less than Bat. But if, for example, you want to have 16 mana for the morning and 14 mana for the afternoon, which would give you a total of 30 in any case, that would be fine and there wouldn't be a problem. But the Kuli Alamia is the Shachar Adifi. Both Lafira May and Lafira Kham, the morning begadim were more valuable than the afternoon begadim. So the Gemara's question is, Minolan, why is that? I'm a Puna Braid Rab Eloi, I'm a credit Pasik says bad 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 mufkhabad. Since the Pasik Binagaya, all the big day love and it says, Xen's bad kaidish yobash, so it says bad one. So Mikhse bad yi or basari, uba abdi bad yako, umstefas bad yitzai, and therefore since Binagaya, the big day love, it uses the term bad four times, we learn out it has to be the choice of the bad, and that's referring to the begotten he's wearing in the morning. So based on what we just learned, we have two dinim. First of all, the morning begotten have to be more expensive than the afternoon and the Chacham say that the total between the two have to be 30 mana as a total. And we continue in Daflam and Heyom Bays. We just learned that the afternoon begadim have to be of a lower quality than the morning begadim. And Rashi explains because in the morning when the Kohen Gadol went to do the Avodah with the Big Day Lavan, he went in with the Kafa Machta. And therefore, like Rashi said, Lefisha Avodah Rishay, the Chashuva Umechaparis, it has Kapara element to it. However, the afternoon, it's only in order to clean out the Kaidish Kadashim, she ain't 
cover to you, Menachem Shom, that it wasn't the proper cover for the Kafim Machta to stay in the Kodesh Kedoshim. And that's why the Torah tells us that you should have the nicer clothing in the morning than in the afternoon. So the Frat Gemara may say, you're telling me that in the afternoon, the big day Kahuna, the big day Lovin, were less quality than in the morning. However, we have a Pasuk in Yichesel that says, Yichesel, after it states that Kohen Gadol took off the big day Lovin that he wore in the morning, it also says that he put on other big day Lovin again when he went to the base of Middash, into the Kodesh Kedoshim in the afternoon to remove the Kafu Machta and use the Loshim of Achirim. So the Gemara says, my love, it would seem from here, when it says Achirim, it means Chashim, they were different than the morning ones. What was the difference? Because they were better quality. And for the Gemara Loi, it doesn't mean that they were better. Achirim, when it says that they were different, they were Prusim, they were actually inferior Begadim than the quality of the Big Day Lovin, of the Linen Begadim that the Kain God wore in the morning. Tani, we learned, after the Kain Gadol finished doing the Avoid of the Tziba, which is referring to bringing the Ktaris into the Kaddish Kedashim, Kain Sha'asla Ima Ksaitis, it is a Kain Gadol that his mother made from pants, at that point, since he was already done with his Ika Avoid, at that point he could wear pants that were made by his mother and he could do the Avoid Yachid. Rashi points out why is it called Avoid Yachid? It wasn't Avoid of a Yachid because, of course, it was Avoid Tziba, but it means it's referring to the second time the Kain Gadol is going into the Kaddish Kedashim, which was Haitzah's Kafamachta in order to take out the spoon as well as the shovel, because that's not something that was really required for the tzibah. There was no kapar involved. The only reason he was doing it is because there was a din that he had to clean out the place of the Kaddish Kedashim, and that's why we call it Yachid. And the Gemara explains, but it has to be that the Kain Gadol, when he took this pants from his mother, he has to make sure that he gave it to the tzibah, because Rashi says, the saif saif, he will it is Avedu Tziba, and therefore it has to be owned by the Tziba. Fractimar Peshito, it's Pasha, if he gave it over to the Tziba, of course he could wear his pants. Zakimar Malatim, you might think, Necha Shemalayim Tzirena Yafa Yafa, maybe he wouldn't give it over to the Tziba properly, and he would still have in mind that he wants to keep it, and therefore maybe he can't use it, Kamash one, that we're not Cheshus, and we definitely say that the Kohen Gadol gave it over properly. Now, two quick points. First of all, the Mishnah and Daflam and Dalam and Be'ez said that HaKol Shleishim Mana, there was 30 Mana, the complete cost of the Big Day Lovin for the morning and for the afternoon. And then it says, Elum Shal Tziba, this came from the Tziba. And if he wants to add on and increase the value, he can add it on by paying by himself. So it's Mashba either on the big day love in the morning or on the big day love in the afternoon, he can add on money. But in Agamar, it's Mashba that the mother only could give him pants that he could use for the afternoon when he was doing the Avoida of taking out the Kafamachta from the Kaddish Kadashim, but they couldn't add on to the morning. So I am reassuring him how to explain this. Number two, we just said that Necha Shem Elohim Yafi Yafa were worried that maybe the Kain Gadol would not give it over to the Tzibah properly. Kamashalom, we don't have to be worried about that. He definitely gives it over to the Tzibah properly. So Titus points out that we have a Gemara in Bar-Mitzia, and we just learned this in Shkolom as well, that there's Machlekes between Rabban and Rabbeisi, Benigay, the guard that he used to set up on Shemitah to guard the Tzibah that was going to be right for the carbon Oymah, and the Rabbanan say you have to pay him from Shum Salishka. Rabbeisi says, that even if someone wants to go and guard this Tzibah, and he wants to do it for free, he's allowed to do it. And the Gemara explained over there, the plea that the machlekes between our base and Chum is the mechash dumalei muscle tibiyafa that Rabbanon are hold that will chayish maybe the person who's watching it won't give it over to the tibiy properly and therefore the din would be that we can't go and let him do it for free he has to be paid so Taisus is that lechayr over here we said that kamash one that you're going to give it over to the tibiyafa yafa and lechayr that's only a sorrow of Rabbi and not of Rabbanon and therefore Taisus gives two truths him number one he says over here it's different because we're talking about a kohen gadol and he's definitely going to give it over properly because he's a 
a gadol b'tayra v'yadei shi'eish limsi yafa. Now the chayyur, this teretz of taisis only works by the base of mikdash harishain where the kain gadol was actually tamachacham. However, taisis gives another teretz on the chayyur. Maybe that's why taisis gives a second teretz because he's worried about bayisheni and he says v'ayit kivish shekal kveid kuna who shalai muscle lay yafa agav chavivish ayvaba. That since he's going to have the covet of the kuna, therefore we understand that that's what he has to do. He has to give it over to the tziba, and the kain gadol will give it over to the tziba belave shalim. And we continue with the gemara. They said about Rabbi Shmuel ben Pabi, who was a kind god for ten years during Bayesheni, that his mother made for him pants of a hundred mana, which is a thousand zuz. And he worked for Yachad, and he served on the Avedis Yachad, which again is referring to when he took out the Kafir Machta from the Kaddish Gadashim, and he gave it over to the Tzibah in a proper fashion. They said about Rabbi that she made for him pants that were made out of twenty thousand mana, which of course, is two million zuz, a very large amount. But his brothers that were the kainim didn't let him wear it. Because we wore it, it was such material that was so fine, this linen was so clear, and it looked like he was not wearing any clothing. But the Gemara asked, could it be that you could see through these clothing that was so clear, and he looked like he was naked? We learned that the linen threads that the linen begotten of the kain gadol were made from were twisted with six threads, and therefore was much thicker. So how can you say that they could see through the clothing and he looked like he was armed. So the Gemara answers, says, Just like we have wine in a thick glass that you can still see through thick glass, here also, even though these linen begotten were thicker, but they were still very fine, and therefore you could still see through the linen, and that's why they didn't want him to wear it, because he looked armed. Now, just to keep in mind, from this Gemara, it's mashba, that their mothers made such begotten, but only for the second pair of begotten that they were wearing, and therefore that was very expensive. And Lechari, we said in the Mishnah before, that the second pair of begotten have to be inferior to the first begotten, how do you explain this Gemara? I am showing him how they want to explain this Gemara. I am shocked. We learned. We have a poor person, a wealthy person, or someone that's a Russia that's not Makbid on Gilead Rias, and they come to be judged in the Bezin Shemaila. To a poor person, they say to him, and play As we know, one of the questions that they ask us in Bezin Shemaila is, So why weren't you Isaac and Tara? If he says, I was busy with Panosa, and I was too busy in business and I couldn't learn Torah, I'm like, they would say to him, Klum Ani Yisa Yaisim Hillel, were you a greater Ani than Hillel? I'm more love of Hillel Zakin. They say about Hillel Zakin, Shabbachal Yen Vyam, every single day, he would go and work, and with Stakabur Tropic, he would work for half a dina, Chatzavay Nice Lashem Basim Edge, half of he was given to the actual person that guarded the Basim Edge, two reasons why they had a guard, either because they were in the sun and therefore they needed a guard to protect them, or they had a guard because they wanted to make sure that everyone that walked in was Taichi Kabari, and every person that walked into the Basim had to pay for the course of the Shema. And then Mechetzev had half of his money, half of this half dina, the Panasasa, the Panasasa, the for supporting himself and supporting his family. One day he wasn't able to work, and the guard would not let him in without paying. All of it, and he went and he went on top of the roof and he went by a window, in order he should be able to learn Torah from his rabbi and Shema in Italian. And he said, it was Erev Shabbos. It was Friday. It was during the winter. And snow came down on hill. When Amr came up, my brother Every single day, the base of marriage is very light. Now it's very dark. Maybe it's cloudy outside. They picked up their eyes and looked outside. And they saw the form of a person in the skylight. Although they went up a Matzah Lub and they found on Hillel, Rhyme Shlosh. Amish 
shelleg that they found three amas of snow on top of him. Parkour, they took off the snow, and they washed him off, and they rubbed him with oils, and they put him in front of a fire, and they warmed him up. Amru, they said, This person is right to be mechal on him Shabbos, and I am Bishon that they also discussed, what do you mean? Of course, any person is right to be mechal Shabbos. We know, Pekuch Nefesh is Deichas of Shabbos. And the Gemara continues, Usher, when the Usher comes in front of the Bezin Shalmaila, they say to him, if he says, I was very wealthy, retired, he used to be and I was too busy with my wealth, they would say to him, Were you more wealthy than Rabbalazar? As we saw before, that by Rabbalazar and Chasam, that his mother made him a Kasainis, that he was the Kayin Gadol, and his mother made from pants that were 20,000 mana, which is 2 million Zuz. So you see how wealthy he was. They say about Rabbalazar, his father left him a thousand cities, be a Basha, on dry land, and it was also a thousand ships in the sea, and every single day, he would take a flask of flour, on his shoulder, and he'd go from city to city, and from country to country, so he saw he kept wealth away from himself, and he went and only learned one time his servants and the people that worked for him actually found him around, they thought that he was trying to get away from working, and all the people that lived on his cities and in his towns, they had to work for a because that was the standard that the person that owned the town would the other people would work for him so they made him go and work our Malansi said to him that leave me alone and let me go and learn who's our boss then we're not going to leave you and we added over here the following words he went and gave them a lot of money in order that they should leave him alone and let him go and for the rest of his days he never went back to these people to see them because he didn't want them to feel bad and he didn't want to embarrass them. He would sit and be the entire day and the entire night and he never got involved in his business. Russia, by a person who's very into women, they say to him, why didn't you learn Torah? If he says, I was a beautiful person and therefore I was busy with my Yitzhah, so they would say, were you greater looking than Yosef? And they said about every single day, they say, he would go and try to entice him with words. In the morning, when she would wear beautiful she wouldn't wear it again in the evening because she wanted to entice him. And the clothing that she wore in the evening, and she wore it specifically for him to entice him, she didn't wear in the morning. And she said to him, Hashamali, listen to me. He said, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to be Mizana with you. She said to him, I'm going to lock you up in a jail. He said, I'm not worried about you. Hashem is the Mata. I'm going to cause you to do a lot of work and it's going to bend your stature. And he said, No, Hashem I'm not worried about that. I'm going to blind your eyes. But once again, Yosef responded, She gave him a lot of money to listen to her, to just lie with her, to be with her. He didn't listen. Now the Pasuk says, to listen to her, and we touched up to be and lie with her in this world, even in the future world. Therefore, it comes out. Hillel, through his acts, he was Mechaev Odanim for future generations. Rabbi Lazarus Chasim, Mechaev Zashim, he was Mechaev Odashim for future generations. And Yosef Mechaev Mishayim, and Yosef Mechaev, all the people that Rishayim that came into the Yetzirah and they didn't learn Torah. We continue with the Mishnah. Baloi Yetzel Parai. After this, the Kain God went to his par to his ox. His par was standing and waiting between the Ulam and the Mizbech. And that's between the area when you're walking. Towards the Kaidish Kadashim and towards the Kaidish and the Mizbech area. 
When you looked at the animal, the animal was standing from north to south with its head facing south. However, its face was turned a little bit towards the west, towards the Kaidish, towards the Kaidish Kedoshim, as we'll explain in the Gemara. And the Kayin was standing with his back towards the east, and his face, and he was turned towards the west, and between him and the Kaidish was actually the animal. Then he would place two of his hands on top of the Parah, and at that point he would say, and this is what the Kayin God would say, on Hashem, please HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and this word Hashem is actually, he said the name of Yudke Vavke, and he said it the way it is actually written, and not the way we read it as Adnus, and he said it, Yudke Vavke, Avisi Peshati I've done many Averis, and the Gemara will explain what these terminologies mean. Ani Ubesi, myself and my household, on Hashem, please Hashem, Kapina, forgive us, that I have sinned in front of you, Ani Ubesi, myself and my household, and of course this part was for himself and his family, as it says in the Torah, and when he finished his tefillah, they would say after, meaning all the people that were standing in the Azura, all the people that were watching, they would say, as the Gemara will explain, this is a response, instead of Amen, you would say this on the name of Hashem, in order to give greatness to the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we will stop over here.